1: Welcome to Tam Tam drummers hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey.
0: Jombo, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this special edition of Radio Harambe, the companion podcast for our website, jomboeveryone.com. I am Dave McBride from here in the Radio Harambe studios. And joining us from his home for this special edition is Safari Mike. Mike, how are you? Good, Dave. How are you? Good. Mike, we wanted to jump in here um, and do a show dedicated only to... The news that came out at the end of last week. Now it's not exactly timely on our nature, but uh, or on our part. But uh, you know, we just didn't have the chance to get this recorded and out there. But we felt that these two stories released on the Disney Parks blog late last week. I believe was it Friday? It was absolutely Friday. Friday released on Friday uh, uh, merited enough attention uh, for us to discuss them. And only those two things on a show entirely. Um, the first, we, basically, we have two pieces of information. One of them is a very Joe Rody driven piece of information uh, about the nighttime. At Disney's Animal Kingdom, and mostly about Rivers of Light, uh, we have a, a lot more sort of story revealed about it, and we have some more artist renderings. Uh, but we also have some other nighttime things um, that we could that we that you know we can you know talk about in this. Um, and also, we finally have a name and an idea behind the new restaurant mm-hmm. coming to the Animal Kingdom. But let's begin actually with. The Nighttime, the Rivers of Light posting, uh, and the video that accompanied it. And so what we'll do now is we'll actually play you, just in case you haven't heard it yet, the audio from this. Now, there's a lot of... Obviously, it's a video, and there is some new images... Um, some new artist renderings, and Disney's done sort of a clever job at sort of animating those renderings uh, for the video. But really, you get almost everything you need to know out of what Joe Rody says in this video. So let's just take a uh, quick listen to that right now.
1: Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park is the place where you and your family will enjoy a day filled with the wildest of wonders. And very soon, you'll even be able to experience the park in a whole new light. Night. For more on the all-new nighttime offerings, here is Disney Imagineer Joe Rody. Disney's Animal Kingdom is built around the lives of animals, built around the rules of nature. And those rules dictate that things are different at night. That as you move from day to night, everything changes. Like the lives of animals, like the world of nature. And you're going to want to see that. The tree, which is the centerpiece of the park, comes to life. These magic fireflies kind of open the body of the tree. And we look into the tree and we see these amazing stories from the animals that are on the tree. So moving into the night, bringing this show to life altering the way people move through the park and adding all these attractions, all of this is connected. It all really is summed up by the show on the lake, by the rivers of light. So in this show, we take this combination, light and heat, fire and water and combine them. And out of that comes this fantastically rich explosion of animal life that ultimately rises up into the sky and joins the stars. It's pretty spectacular. We want you to be thinking about your own family, your own life, your loved ones, as much as you are thinking of the animals and the way in which we all share this experience of life.
0: So as you see, Joe is the, uh, the 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 main point man here in this, and uh, Mike. The first thing that I was really impressed with b- before I read a word was that mm-hmm. there was a video. <laughs> I mean, you don't you just don't get that a lot in something that's not um, no not news. Right. You know what I mean? It's it was it's not something. It's it, they weren't they weren't revealing this for the first time. You know, this was Joe's right. spoken about this before, and it just <laughs> seems sort of. Arbitrary to throw out this video here, uh, you know, w- without a whole lot of, that really isn't new information. New, it's I mean there no, is some new
2: some new video clips, some new video no, clips, right, right, right.
0: So, but I love just the idea that there was a video there.
2: I was like, wow. <laughs> I mean, there
0: is. I mean, there's
2: a little bit of new information. They talk yeah. about a pair of mystical hosts, right, uh, bearing uh, gifts of, to the river. But we sort of got that vibe a couple of weeks ago when they had right. the. Uh, the jobs posting, they, quarter, they sort of, they gave you a lot of the information in that jobs posting that they're giving you on this blog post.
0: Yeah, I forgot all about that jobs posting, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: a lot of it's the same. I mean, they yeah. talk about, uh, you know, these two shamans or, or whatever, right. they're going to bring right. the gifts of light to the river, and you know, there's going to be a lot of lanterns and use of water and animals and animal Right, spirits. okay, so,
0: so what Mike's doing here, actually, is intertwining the post With the with the video. So let me me read you the post. Uh, When our nighttime experience, Rivers of Light, opens at Disney Animal Kingdom, it will be one of the most memorable and emotionally stirring shows in the park's history. And today, that's saying a lot, by the way. And today we're sharing a sneak peek at some of the amazing sights the show will offer when it debuts in spring of 2016. The show will take place on the Discovery River between Discovery Island and Expedition Everest. Take a close look and you can see the Tree of Life in the background. Rivers of Light, a a pair of mystical hosts come to the river bearing gifts of light during the show the hosts set out from the shore to elaborate uh, on elaborate lantern vessels for, cool. yep, for a dramatic dance of water and light to summon animal spirits with the storytellers as your guide, the wonders of rivers of light builds to a stunning crescendo. In addition to the show, you'll also notice the park's iconic tree of life will undergo an amazing awakening as the animal spirits of the tree are brought to light by magical fireflies, revealing moments of wonder. An enchantment, um, and then there's a little sort of other stuff that's in there about who who worked on it, and you uh-huh. know, and, and and this this actually this piece that we, that I played for you um, is an excerpt from the latest uh, Disney vacation planning DVD. You know, the one that you can send for um, that they put on the uh, you know on the parks commercials. Um, and that's kind of, you know, one of the things they put in there. So they're, mm-hmm. they're really pushing this and it's really impressive. Um, I want to talk first about, Mike, uh, let's let's go back to um, this posting here before we okay. go back into Joe since you brought it up. The the idea of the mystical hosts, um, the elaborate lantern vessels. Mm-hmm. that's a neat idea i mean i'm not really sure what it means
2: i'm not sure what it means either but they show a lot of this concept art at least the the one that's actually on the river that looks to be the rivers of light as opposed to just the the picture of the tree there's a lot of lanterns floating around the water there's a lot of you know i mean it looks like physical pieces fountains as opposed to uh you know, just water screens that we have been seen so far
0: And if you look at these pictures that Mike's referring to and these are pictures that are on the parks blog you can go back to their post from November 20th and see this um, you'll notice that there is for black of a, a sort of floating they kind of look like Chinese lanterns but they're but they're square right um, So that's a really kind of neat idea. Kind of like the ones from tangled a
2: little bit. No I wish I knew what that was. <laughs> Come on, you've never seen Tangled.
0: No, Mike.
2: Ugh, God, I don't. What?
0: Pathetic. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys are crazy. Um, it's a good movie. I'm sure. I'm sure it's fabulous. And maybe one day my child will want to watch it. Um, I yeah. I, it's <laughs> it's really really kind of cool. Um, Concept. So it means that I mean, the the thing that kind of stood out for me on this is not just the lanterns, but uh, you're talking about the first picture in the posting, right? Right. So right. you see the lanterns in the front, in the foreground, and then you mm-hmm. see these sort of fountain type, um, you know, floats there in the water, and then behind it. Yeah, I know. What do you think that is? There's these pink. They look like mushrooms in this picture, but I don't really know what they are. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if that means the. the, the the greenery behind you on Discovery Island in the, the, in the gonna background is
2: going to be lit up. I don't yeah. know.
0: It certainly looks like, you, but that Does. could also be that fire uh, above this pink thing could be that firefly effect they're talking about. Could um, be. There's also a firefly effect on the second uh, picture here, which is which is kind of neat. So so let's let's move into Joe here and what Joe had to say because there's a couple of things I want to mention. First of all, okay, I love his little premise. Which is the Animal Kingdom, and this is a quote The Animal Kingdom is built around the rules of nature And those rules dictate that things are different at night That as you move from day to night, everything changes So you can see where we're conceptualizing here So Mm -hmm. he's actually talking about transforming the park at night Into a completely different place Which is a unique concept to Walt Disney World So True. Very true. they're looking to change the entire aesthetic of the park at night.
2: And we've always talked about, and we're not the only ones, but people have always talked about how Animal Kingdom is a very different park at night, and I think they're trying to embrace it. Certainly Avatar Land is going to be a very different place at night than it is during the day. Um, And they're just going to try to capitalize on that throughout the rest of the park, I think, as well. I mean, if you go into Anandapur or Shirkazan or even Dinoland at night. It's very different looking, a very different vibe.
0: Now, Mike, he threw in a line okay. um, in there when he's talking about he, he's talking about bringing all of the additions together, all the nighttime editions together. And I think he's referring to not only what you're referring to there, but mm-hmm. also about... Um, you know, the, obviously, we know Expedition Everest is different at night. We know we're going to get a different safari at night. So we right. know that things are going to change. So even the stuff that you're used to, in some respects, are going to change. So you'll, when you go into, like like we're saying, if you go into the safari, you're going to see a different one. If you go into Pandora, you're going to see a different Pandora. He also said altering the way people move through the park.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure what that means.
0: I don't know what that means either. But he talks about you know the change in the all the different changes that they make, the different schedule, the nighttime schedule, the different, and also altering the way people move through the park. And I don't really know what he meant by that. But it, and well, and then he says it all comes together with the show on the lake, the rivers of light. Um, but that that idea of uh, the, this, my point being this, Mike, at the concept of turning it into a different park of transforming the park sounds like it's going to take a a pretty big scope Mm -hmm. that we're not just going to get, you know, the same stuff open when the sun goes down. We're going to really, I mean, it's a, it's an amazing concept. It really is
2: true. And you also have to remember, I mean, maybe what he's touching on and just, I mean, the, the, the the flow of guests is going to be very different when they start this show. I mean, let's, let's pretend for a moment. It's going to be nine o'clock every night, just like illuminations. I mean, the way Epcot flows is very different than how it is Animal Kingdom now. But then you have, I mean, Illuminations takes up the entire World Showcase. You are going to have all these people in one small section of Animal Kingdom. It's going to be a very different dynamic, I think, uh, for the park than it is than even any of the other parks. I mean, you have... When you think about all the other parks with their night-stopping events, right. I mean, Wishes is, is kind of out there at the hub, every, in the center of the place. Illuminations takes up all of World Showcase. Fantasmic is sort of off on its own, its own real attraction, where it doesn't really affect the rest of the park at all. This is going to be very different, I think. It's going to be – it's off to the side, but still part of the park. I don't know how they're going to work it.
0: Yeah, it's – but it, it opens up – possibilities here mm-hmm. that i don't think we were really we were really ready for i mean i i, I think that we you know we've always we've talked about the additions that we know are coming in uh we've talked about the rivers of light and all these things but i think there may be more and i don't we don't know what that is yet but it certainly sounds to me like there is going to be more to it than just adding these additions for right. for lack of, there's gonna there's gonna be something else uh we don't know quite sure what that is or how that or how it relates to the guests or what it may be so let's the one the other thing I want to talk about before we get actually into the rivers of light is the tree now most of the concept art there's basically only about four pieces of concept art being used in this video mm-hmm. um, two of which are on this um on this uh the posting, one of which is the one we've always seen, the one with the wolf uh you know the mm-hmm. silhouettes of the wolf in the back and the sort of tower that comes up out of the water um and then the other one which i we've also i believe seen um but they really did a neat job in the video in animating it is the one of the butterflies on the on the right. tree, okay, and then right, they right, did right. this real neat i real neat thing of of these you know butterflies kind of going into motion. And when you look at that concept photo, that concept picture, you see you're looking at it from the perspective of a person um, looking up at the tree with the heads of people in front of you Mm -hmm. all looking at the tree. And then he also says, magic fireflies open the body of the tree and we look into the tree and we see these amazing stories from the animals that are on the tree. Now, here's the thing, Mike, he isn't specifying This is before he begins to talk about the Rivers of Light. He isn't specifying that this is part of the Rivers of Light. So it looks almost like we're going to get a tree show separate of the Rivers of Light. Do you feel the same way?
2: I feel that that's almost a guarantee. And Okay, good. That's what I thought, too. Here's why. Because where they're doing the Rivers of Light is nowhere near the front of the tree where
0: the, they, they which is show what, this. Exactly, which is the angle of the tree. Now, you can't right. tell that from the picture, but the angle of the tree of, what, of of the shape of the tree you can tell what you're looking at. You're looking at it from, from the front of the tree.
2: Right, so I almost feel like there's going to be sort of a... Uh, I don't remember the name of the castle show at the, uh, Magic Kingdom. I know right. our listeners are probably screaming at me. Was it? Celebrate? What is it? I don't know. I forget. I can't remember. Before that's not, Wishes. That's not,
0: my, that's not my area of expertise, Mike. That
2: part. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a similar thing. There'll be a, a this kind of show on the tree itself, and then at some point, uh, shortly thereafter, there'll be the Rivers of Light. Um, I, I wholeheartedly agree that that's a... Uh, a likely scenario.
0: So that's really cool. So uh-huh. now we're talking about something else being added. We're going to get this before, probably before. You know, as almost my feeling is, since it has to be dark to do this, this is going to have to be a pre-show to the Rivers of Light. So you know, in well, the middle of the summer, the sun's got to go down. And by you know, it goes down late. And I don't know how late they're gonna keep the park open. I just don't think they're gonna be open all the time until I I don't think this is gonna be a park's gonna turn into a two AM or er, although it may after Pandora opens. It probably won't right when this stuff first opens. Uh so I, you know yeah, my problem, guess I mean, is it's I gonna mean, be there's only there's not gonna be much time between the two would be my the only yeah, thing. But how can are say they
2: about. gonna do that then? How are you gonna be able to enjoy stand in front of the tree of life, watch <laughs> this show, let's say at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. And then get to the rivers of life and get your seating and all that kind of stuff at nine. I mean, when you do Phantasmic, I mean they tell you to be there forty-five minutes beforehand and blah blah
0: blah, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to work. I, I don't either. I I, I, I don't know, but it, it's it's what I'm getting out of this. Mm. You know, it's what it's what I see because how, how what else could they do?
2: Right. I yeah. Mean, I mean, if, if this if what they're showing in the concept art. Is going to be the actual show here For the Tree of Life I mean you couldn't really see that From sitting over by the Rivers of Light right. I mean it's going to have to be two separate things If these if this concept Absolutely. art is accurate Absolutely And I don't know how they're going to do that In a Without doing like a 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock At least in like an hour in between To get you I yeah. mean the Tree of Life thing could only be Maybe it's only 10-15 minutes something Exactly short, that's what I'm know. thinking as well you know, the night's gone down. Or maybe it's just, you know, this is the start of the evening hours at Animal Kingdom. And that maybe. happens, like, at 7 o'clock and then maybe at 9 o'clock yeah. is the Rivers of Light. I mean, it's I mean it's possible. I mean, I guess we're going to find out as we go along. But yeah, based on this concept art, it's two different things.
0: It is. Yep. And they're both at night, although it looks almost like in one that we're kind of at a dusk period. The, 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 the concept art of the uh, butterflies, you can almost see sort of a... Purplish sunset behind yeah, it. Um, I, I can't. Am- I mean, that seems awful detailed, but you never know. That could be where there. You know, that could I mean, be a hint there. We don't know that. But so, it's
2: all all light based, though, Dave. It's it going to have to be pretty dark. It's going to have to be dark. Sure. Yep, yeah,
0: yeah. It's going to have to be dark. So let's move on to the rivers of light. Um, and it's like I said, Joe says it's all summed up. By the show in the lake. So all the new things are leading to this show in the lake. And he says, um, so in this show, we take this combination, light and heat, fire and water, and combine them. And out of that comes this fantastically rich explosion of animal life that ultimately, ultimately rises up into the sky and joins the stars. So the entire show is about animal life. I mean, I, we couldn't have asked for more. You know, it's <laughs> great.
2: and I, I, It's very cool. And I also like this concept of, it, you know, it sort of joins the your actual stars at night. I mean, I just, I, I think that's like a cool, I mean, Not I don't know how either. poetic it is as opposed to actuality. I mean, I don't know how they're actually going to pull that off. But to incorporate the actual stars in the night sky as part of this is interesting.
0: Yeah. And Mike, we both know Disney is really good at laying on the sentimentality into these type of things right so i mean this could really be you know that kind of feel and it it, it's it's obvious that that's where he's going because he goes into this whole thing at the end about how we want you thinking about your family and Mm -hmm. you know and your your life and things like that so i mean this is this is high concept stuff i mean everything joe rody does is high concept stuff let's be honest but but this is he's you know this is mm-hmm. this is something else. I mean, he's shooting the shooting for the stars here, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so Mike, before we move on to the uh, to the other bit of news, is there any other impressions or anything of the rivers or of the or of this um, nighttime stuff that Joe's talking about that you wanted to make sure we cover? Well, you know, they did.
2: Uh, we may have touched upon this before, but they did mm-hmm. name some of the people who were involved in right. putting this together: uh, Michael Curry who is, I believe, was involved in the Lion King Broadway show. He's a puppeteer. Right. Um, he was involved in t- Tapestry of Nations, which is a fantastic uh, uh, parade that, went, was, that was at Epcot. I believe he was involved My in God, the Lion I King. My God, I
0: loved that. Right. I loved that thing. I wait for the day that they do something like that again. At <laughs> Not the same thing. I always like when they move along. But I, that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. great news.
2: And the and the musician Mark Mancini, the yeah. composer, was involved, I believe, also with the Lion King Broadway. Yes, um, as well as um, scoring uh, Tarzan and Brother Bear. My if I'm correct, um, so you
0: know, some good good names. Yeah, he he scored Tarzan. Yep, he scored Brother Bear, um, and he's done a few other um, uh, you know uh, Hollywood things over the years. Right. Um, some of them, you know not as not, they're not all kid friendly, but, uh, that's not, that's not his job. But, but certainly those things Tarzan for sure. I'm, I'm not sure if I remember the score of brother bear, whether or not what I thought about it. Um, I don't remember that. <laughs> I know that he received a, an, a, an Academy award with Phil Collins for his work or a Grammy with Phil Collins for his work in Tarzan. I remember reading that, um, I don't remember the the Brother Bear soundtrack, but so mm-hmm. so we're yeah we're bringing in hitters here. These are these yeah, are these are good, heavy good hitters. Track records. Yep, these right. are heavy hitters. Cool. So so shall we go? And also, on?
2: the filmmakers from Disney Nature too. Just for, but but right. I think that's because they're incorporating a lot of the probably uh, clips. Right, is what I got. Clips out of that. from the actual right. The clips from the actual movies uh, will be a part of this, uh, as we've discussed
0: before. But go yeah. ahead, Mike. I've said this before uh, when we've talked about this. You and I both said, I think it was on our wish list when we did our, Chris, our, our New Year's wish list for this year. I, I know I mentioned it, that all one of the things I wanted more than anything was to have the Rivers of Light be an animal-focused show. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a conservation message, sure, um, With I think and my God, it sounds like that is the the very backbone upon which this is being built, and and I wasn't expecting that. I really wasn't. Um, right. I, I probably should have, <laughs> but I, I wasn't. I was exp- I was I was dreading the inclusion of Pandora. You know, and blue people. Know. And we were all worried about what could have come out of this. You know of 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 uh, Tinker flying around the tree or whatever it might have been, right? Mm-hmm. We, were, we were all concerned about the possibilities, but it, it sounds like we're getting something that that's pure Joe Rody. Mm-hmm. you know yeah,
2: I mean, he did mention though at one point in time that all of the all of what's happening um, to the animal kingdom is summed up in rivers of life. and that made me a little worried that we're gonna get Pandora or Avatar things in this rivers of light thing. Hopefully not, though.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't seem that way. So anyway, so let's move on to the other bit of news, which is uh, p- probably more news here, but maybe a little less exciting. Um, they we we now have a name for the new restaurant going right. into Discovery Island. I assume, right? We there's no place where it where. Disney themselves talk about the location, correct?
2: Uh, I'm looking at their blog post right now to see if they yep. actually... No, they don't actually say the location, but we all know. We know what this is. Yeah, this is the, the what's going on behind right. Pizza Fari. I mean, they do mention that there's going to be waterfront views, and right. that will be right on the Discovery River there behind Pete's <laughs> Okay uh, And actually right across from
0: Avatar. So be able to... Go ahead. So let me read the post. All right, go ahead. Today, we're thrilled to share a first look at another new addition to the park that is sure to please guests, Tiffin's Restaurant. Tiffin's will celebrate the art of traveling, featuring a diverse menu, drawing from places that inspired the creation of Disney's Animal Kingdom... Open for both lunch and dinner. Tiffins will also include waterfront views from comfortable indoor and outdoor seating areas. And if you're wondering about the story behind the name, Tiffin is an it's an English an Indian English word for a midday meal or type of container used to carry food while traveling. Um, that's all the information we get from them. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell well you could tell from the uh, from the picture that it is a table service. There's, you know, a guy guy sitting there with a bottle of wine and you know and and uh you know and you could see that's not the,
2: all the information they give us.
0: Okay, what else do we got?
2: Well the name of the post says Tiffin's signature restaurant. All right, restaurant excellent
0: point. Excellent coming to point. Disney's
2: Animal Kingdom. So they do say it is a signature
0: restaurant. So break out your wallet. And this is, (laughs) but this is one of the things that we've been asking for, right? I mean, this is, this is, this may have been something on our wish list for this year, of you and I. One of us may have said we would like to see a signature dining restaurant, a real, real quality restaurant put Mm -hmm. into the animal kingdom. Um, So let's, excuse me, before we get into the aesthetics of it. Okay. I just want to get your view on something. The first thing that came to my mind when I heard the name and then of course read that thing about this the 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 uh the story behind the word um was could we possibly? doesn't it sound like we're getting a boy, Sanaa is really good. Maybe we can do something like that at the Animal Kingdom.
2: It's it has to be Sanaa because they tell you in the in the um, in the post, that it is a diverse menu drawing from places that inspired the creation of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Now, there are three places that inspired the Animal Kingdom: Africa, Asia, but mostly India, and I guess you know some fictional southwestern United States thing. Right. I mean, Dinoland is not lending itself to any type of cuisine. So, I mean, to me, this is telling you. It's an African-Indian fusion exactly. restaurant, and which is exactly what, how they describe Sanaa. So I, I'm going to guess that it's very similar.
0: Um, I, w- w- let's point to the aesthetic there. And, and again, we have a blog posting from the uh, Disney Parks blog on November 20th, and there is one piece of concept art that is released with it. And the first thing, Mike, that stuck out in my mind was despite the name and the um, ethnicity behind the name, the aesthetic seems very African. We have gorillas, we have mm-hmm. African elephants. Um, right. You know, we have. I mean, who knows what the birds are? They could be anything. Well, but cranes. It looks like a chimpanzee. Looks like a chimp. Yep. I mean, so so <laughs> we're getting we're getting. As It seems to me we're getting as much African here as we are Indian mm-hmm. or, or, you know, Indian inspired, right. so right. to speak. And what do you think of the aesthetic?
2: Uh, you know, I like sort of the totem look. I mean, there's like these totem pole type of things that uh, are in the middle of the restaurant. There's all those butterflies in the back, which yeah. I guess lends itself to sort of this whole butterfly tree of life thing that's going on. Right. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's. I'm not exactly sure, but Dave, if you look at the... At, when you first look at it, it looks like all these animals are, you know, paintings on the wall.
0: Right, almost sketch you, drawings.
2: Yeah, but they're not. I mean, it looks like they're almost things that hang down. They, there they are.
0: Do. yep, because there are some sort of you, wires
2: hanging from the, Yeah, yep. I mean, it's weird looking. I mean, It's interesting looking, I should put, but it almost looks like there's going to be, I don't know, these paper lit up... Lanternesque kind of animals that'll yep. be hanging down, which is an interesting thing. Um, uh, but I like the aesthetic look of it. I mean, the the, the carpeting is very African looking, and the, the you know the woodworking is kind of African looking. It is, you know, African looking.
0: The f- the first thing that I thought of when looking at it is, you know, if if they're actually if what we're looking at here is a transform room. In Pizzafari, okay, or something like you know, or using that space is that space wasn't really purpose built for a gorgeous sit down restaurant, so mm-hmm. they had to do a lot of work. First of all, it's obviously not that because look how tall it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so so we've really done Correct. we've we've really done a lot of changes here to the physical. Um, layout mike's talking about these things that you see on the you know these things that are look like they're on the wall but are obviously hanging in some way when there's no depth in this except for the birds there's no depth in That's this true. in this thing so but they're only in that one spot you get are i mean it's so i don't know how they're i don't know what they're doing with that i don't i <laughs> can't figure that out <laughs> yeah i mean it's really hard to figure out where they're going with that i mean are they backlit is there, because there's this weird sort of orange glow to them. Are they lights themselves? I mean, and, and I think you're right, Mike. We're obviously riffing on the Rivers of Light idea here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with these sort of silhouettes of animals and things like yeah. that from all over the yeah, place. And the totems... The, the, totem totem is kind is of remi- the totem is a great idea.
2: Right, they kind of remind you of the Tree of Life almost. It's like these animals within the wood carving itself. So there's, there's kind of that, yeah, the riffing on, as you said, the tree, of, the tree of Life with the lanterns and the a tree I'm not tree of life rivers of light excuse me with the with the wood carvings and the butterflies and the lanterns right. I mean it's they're definitely queuing in on that the other thing I, I looked I noticed about it and maybe I'm crazy <laughs> but when when I think of I mean this just doesn't look like a signature high- class restaurant I agree with to you. me I agree with you first of all there's no tablecloths that's number one yeah I mean I mean just it just doesn't look like a very expensive restaurant. It looks like a, a, a fun place to eat um, but not and, something where you know you're spending $65 on a steak and right right. Um, Can you, you know, see
0: these sort of hybrid booths? You know yeah. the, the the wall seatings and the booths over in the corner and the and the tables without tablecloths, as Mike is saying. And uh, you know, I, I, yeah, you're 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 right about that. And it just doesn't have a very sort of warm feel to it either. Um, I mean, it's neat aesthetics, but it, it has a big sort of industrial look to it in the ceiling for sure and the lighting. Sure, you know, I mean, it looks like a fun place
2: to eat, but not
0: one that's like. Really not, right, not something classy. you would put to signature. Right, you, you would add to to the signature idea. I agree, right, it's like Mike. I, yeah. Or
2: you know something like that, or Hollywood Brown Derby. That's correct. I mean, if this is a signature restaurant. The signature restaurants that you think of are yeah. in parks or Hollywood Brown Derby, right? Um, Le Cellier. Those are kind of classier. Kind of places. This is not like that at all. That's Fun, a, maybe, but not like that.
0: That's a great, great point, Mike. I mean, I. I but they put that signature is a very um, specific word, and they're obviously looking oh, for yeah. that. Now, you you agree with me that it's going to be Sanaa, but in the park. And I, I I didn't quite get whether or not you think that's a good idea. Do you like the idea of Sanaa in the park? Um. Sure.
2: I mean, I think Sanaa is my favorite restaurant well, along with Gico in Disney World. So, I'm not going to complain about it, uh, you know, another similar type of restaurant. Um, you know, my 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 druthers would be something different and new. Um, you know, I think we talked about this in other another in uh, shows, you know, maybe Caribbean or, you know, something yeah. like that. Um, but yeah. I'll take it. I'll take
0: it. Maybe maybe that'll be part of the menu. I mean, maybe you know, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe that'll be included in there. I, I, I don't know. There's not yeah. much to parse out of out of what they wrote. I mean, they, they write diverse menu, drawing from the inspiration of the creation of Disney's Animal Kingdom. And like Mike saying, you're not going to have you know stuff from Dinoland. You know, right? It's
2: Africa and India. I mean, and, and they right. also use an Indian word in the name, so right. that kind of leads you to believe that um, you know, at, at the at the bare minimum, the Indian kind of palette. The, you know the flavoring mm-hmm. is going to be at least a part of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I, you know what, Mike? I'm 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 impressed that they're doing that in the park. I really am. I think that's I I think they're uh, I think they're really banking on Sanaa's reputation and how well it's done and people going over there, and they're really hoping for the best because I'm not sure if the average uh, Florida tourist and Indian and African food is really the greatest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Calling card, selling feature. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but um, and we'll certainly find out. But I, 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 you know, I'm impressed that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. I, I. Now,
2: it, again, it, we are we are guessing kind yeah. of as to the menu. I mean, it does we specifically are. say a diverse menu, so yeah. maybe you know, maybe there's going to be Could paella be on there too, Could and be uh, things, you yeah. know, jerk chicken. I mean, who the heck exactly. knows? Exactly. But,
0: and, and, you know, I'm excited by the idea of a new restaurant coming through. It's what we sure. wanted. Um, whenever I hear the word signature, though, I always kind of twitch a little bit because I'm afraid of what it's going to cost. Um, you know, I, and I, I am, as, as, as I have gotten myself in trouble for many time with, with, with listeners and readers, I am not a person who, who thinks very highly of Disney's culinary um, contributions to the world of food. Uh, I don't think that even their best restaurants are really all that great, yet they charge as if they were some of the best you could ever go to. Um, mm-hmm. And, I, it, you know, Sana is a good restaurant, um, but I personally don't feel I need another one of those. And so I, I really am holding out. And certainly I don't need a more expensive one of those. <laughs> So, so I'm really holding out to see what this comes down to and what we get here because, Mm -hmm. you know, there could be a lot of things. There could be a lot of possibilities, and they have. There's a lot of hits and misses when it comes to Disney's food offerings. And the good thing is that it doesn't seem to be sourced out to anybody. That's true. Um, So that's that's a positive, and that's one thing people like to ask. You know, people ask for and want to see. So that's that's a positive. all, they also don't say when exactly it's going to open, though they say 2016 at some time. I would
2: assume, David it'll be shortly or, or right around the time Rivers of Light opens.
0: Yeah. That
2: would that'd be my guess. I mean, maybe shortly thereafter, summertime maybe, you know, a couple months after. But I think that the idea is to have this ready to to go to sort of absorb some of the uh, you know the nighttime people. Because, you know, if, if, if this park is going to be a destination at, after you know, at 9 o'clock or something like that, um, they're going to have to have places that offer dinner. I mean, we all know what happens at um, Epcot with Illuminations. I mean, people make it a point to have, like, a nice dinner and then go see Illuminations. I mean, that's, like, a thing. Right. Um, you know, and Wishes, you know, people go to not just the Magic Kingdom, but, the, the you know, the resort monorail, you know, well, the, excuse me, the monorail resorts as well. So I think they need to kind of... Add to the dinner options here. Right. Harambe Market was part one, and I think this is part two. So I think this will be open right around the time.
0: Yeah, that- and the, it, we, we seem to be kind of putting all that stuff together, and mm-hmm. and and you know, and, and, and making that all into one one kind of concept here. So, yeah, cool. Any anything we missed here, Mike? Anything you want to uh, uh, want to discuss besides this? I don't think so. Okay. You mean, these two these two stories. Yeah, I mean, is there a, anything else in these two stories, or anything that uh, you want to make sure their listeners know about before we get going here?
2: <laughs> I mean, like uh, flights of wonder being added to Fast Pass Plus well, or something well, like that. I don't
0: I mean, think that's all that important.
2: <laughs> we, the did, answer is no. <laughs> we did get
0: an official opening for this new Riverside Depot, which is only a couple of weeks away. That's true. That's so true. Th- that'll be open, but we'll talk more about that on our next show. Absolutely. Um, there's some more possible rumors and news coming in the next show as well. So that'll do it for this show. Uh, don't forget to join us on JumboEveryone.com. Uh, you can find Mike on Twitter. Mike is at Jumbo everyone. I am at Radio Harambe. If you have any questions or any comments regarding these two sto- these two stories that you want to share with us, you can do so on Twitter or you can also email us at everyone at gmail.com. So for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Guajarini, go well. And thank you once again for listening. To Radio Harambe.
1: Atamele. <laughs> Now kungu na.